No, Jamie, what'd you learn? So I learned this. I saw this thing on Instagram that my friend Parisa posted. Oh, Parisa. And I've been practicing it, and it really helps. So her thing was, anytime you try this, anytime you go to complain about something, stop yourself, and before you start complaining, just say the words thank you out loud. And see what happens. I thought it was gonna be like some sex shit, and like oh, some like oh yeah. we're doing pinch this. the tip of That's your wiener. That's not my lane on the yeah. show. That's like, yours. How many times can you come without it coming out? Right. Yeah. Oh god. That's yeah, what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, oh yeah, thank you. Because I'm kind of complaining right now, but. But so, <laughs> yeah. So say so, and I've also um, applied that for when I feel guilty, because guilt is like a big thing for me that I deal with all the time. So anytime I'm gonna start my guilty thoughts, I'll just say thank you, and it really helps. I do. I do the same thing, but I, I do it like this. I go, mm, thank you. Is that how I talk? No, no, no. That's not how you talk. That's just how I do it. You're a dick. I'm not saying he that. He is. Now. That's yeah. not how I'm saying you say it. Tell Parisa. How Please went. don't tell Parisa I Whatever. make fun of you. Whatever. Shouldn't have opened my mouth. Bye. <laughs> This is what happens, Amy Lee. It's not easy I'll starting this show. Never start an episode. Huh, again. had nothing to say, and you got in trouble. I yep. love it. Do you do you find yourself at this point um, in the pandemic like more easily annoyed and willing to complain, yes. or yes, I yeah. feel like I'm literally at my limit. I can't handle. You're about ready to pop. I've I've no bandwidth for anything. I feel like it's been e- like now it's easier for me. Things are easier because I see light at the end of the oh, tunnel. Good for you. I know, but your life is so much different. And if I had to be around those two monsters, <laughs> yeah, you know, I would, I would totally get it. So, do you feel like you you can see the sort of end to all this soon? Or well, or... we have a move coming, so I think that yeah. um, just like it's gonna be one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> I think change is always exciting. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm prepared for all that's to come. I'm not putting like all my expectations that this is gonna like fix everything. But I do think, especially for little ones, um, like that hopefully this change and this excitement and all this newness will be less scary and more exciting and feel like an adventure that we'll be able to break out of kind of this rhythm that we've been going on that we can't seem to fix yeah i th- I think it will do wonders me and rob were just talking about how nice it's going to be for us to come visit because yes. i could really use yes now that my parents like, have like half their vaccines i feel like i can i feel safer and, and I i'm don't getting mine end guilt. of march oh i feel like you would have to get yours sooner no it will because i have to like time it with the medication i take has to be far enough away yeah all right but also i feel like hopefully they're gonna have a, a handle on the whole vaccine you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Distribution. The Thank rollout. You. Sure. Distribution. At, I'm here for. You know, by end of March, late April. Anyway, but my gosh, it's a two-hour flight. I know that that's, like, not the easiest for you, but consider for it you, like a weekend home. For you, Jamie. Really? Anything. Oh, I'm I might, so ready. I feel like this might, like, break you of, like, your flying. No, because I'm just going to fly there once and then move there. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm done. I'm, uh, but Jack... The other day said the best thing ever where I he did something where like he threw something at somebody's face. I don't know what he did. I was like, Jack, you can't do that. And he looked at me and he said, I do whatever I want. 
He yeah. did. Remember? Oh my God. Oh, I, I he's two. Shocking. Now three, right? But I he was two. I have no idea where he learned that from. And he, but he the best. He used it so perfectly, and he wasn't looking to like shock you. Nothing. He just told you, "Listen, I run the ship." Yeah. And that's Jack. That's who he's really changed. I was telling Cassim yes. though that I I read this thing where this mom put like, I'm you have to think instead of how do I fix my child to like be the kid I want him to be, and instead be like, what kind of mom do I need to be to help this child? And I realize now that's what I have to think about when it comes to Jack. Jack is who he is. I'm not going to try and change him. I got to just figure out how to work with it. Because yesterday he was on one of his hitting streaks again. And I was like, you can't do that. And he kept going, I have to. I have to. And I was like, what? WTF? The power of Christ compels him. Yeah, he's been, he's gotten noticeably angrier. Yes. And um, I I can't. Holds his pee all day. Oh. What Six hours will hold his pee. That's incredible. When it comes it out, is it bright still. orange? I have no idea. It's, it's as soon as I put a nighttime diaper to finally go to sleep, he'll look at me and go, and he'll just let it all that out. can't be good for his tiny little bladder. No, that's why I've given up on potty training. I tried to get him to pee on the potty. I tried my damnedest. You did, Rob. <laughs> you were you guys were in a standoff for like yeah, a solid hour. Rob showed hour. him how to do it. Yeah. He's I'll like, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gosh. It was know, hard to fit on that potty, but once I did... Yeah, you're you tiny enough. On. I was impressed. Yeah, that your butt could fit on that thing. Yeah, and then you still needed the little footstool that you have at home. His mini yeah. squatty potty. His squatty potty. So you were on a little potty with a squatty potty, so your knees were up here. Mm-hmm. No, I just used two of those little blocks with the letters <laughs> on yes. them. You know, I had yeah. the, the mini. I put my feet on there. Speaking of going down with the the ship, I think I was thinking about this the other day. I think the dumbest thing of all time is that that saying right where it's like we go down with the ship like you see in titanic where it's like hey you know what the ship's going down the captain's like i i'm gonna die now <laughs> yeah it is that's in, that's well insane. it's like this old-fashioned like honor like duty you know male thing yeah it's like in the same world as like people who used to duel because you insulted them mm-hmm. see i can get on board with that because sometimes there's time with me and you where i'm ready to you're I ready wanna, to i want to do take tent steps and turn around yeah but if like if the car bursted into flames i wouldn't be like oh i gotta get in it's just one of those things like we don't have to like attempt to die you know no for us to get through this that's thing. how i feel about ufc oh what the fuck you're saying they don't have to do that I don't understand it. Well, some guys just that's there's all they a, know. so many ways to Fist, show your athleticism, face. your toughness. Well, some like people training. that's UFC. I just think it's it's Say terrible. It's barbaric. It's barbaric. Oh, but yeah. you know, even you know, when we were watching the fight at our house, and Bo was awake and he was looking, he was you know, you realize from a child's perspective, he was like. I don't like this. I was like, yeah. I know. I don't either. Like, I watch him do it to Jack every fucking time I go over there. He punches him in the head. Natural. Yeah, he elbows him into the corner. Yeah. Gets him in a rear naked choke. Yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You know, it's one of those things where um, I think money's a big motivating factor, you know. But like in in Bridgerton, right? The, our favorite show. The boxing. There's a scene where the, the uh, main guy's got a duel. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Duke of Hastings has to duel. Yeah. He, like, disrespected. Can you imagine? There would be nobody alive. This was, like, what, 
200 years ago or 150 years ago yeah. that this was like common practice yeah like hey um you're not engaged to my sister and you kissed her right you One kissed my sister but you didn't propose now we will pull out guns and shoot each other holy shit the next see that morning. i could get on board with but like oh, the whole you... like there's a bunch of wood nailed together and it's gonna go down to the water and you're like hey i have to die maybe one of the most worst deaths in the world because someone built this piece of shit wrong or like someone right. didn't see an iceberg ahead but is yeah, there well, something kind of his kind of nice about so the much. captain he should die yeah is there something kind of nice about the captain saying like i'm giving all the lifeboats to the passengers well, yes. right yeah well that's and, his job that's his duty and i will just sit at the bow you know the last part to get in the water and do this you yeah. know and then hopefully like once he knows everyone else is uh, hopefully he finds a fucking like door to like you know much like the like, movie titanic like rose yeah well, I, he well, could have easily fit back to the bridgerton thing what if you had to marry the person that you had your first kiss with oh my god i wouldn't even know my mom <laughs> <laughs> A sneaker? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. My hand? <laughs> I wouldn't even know who my like, first kiss was. Like we would have been having babies at sixteen. I mean, I almost we, had babies I would be at sixteen. Dead. I would be almost dead. I almost had a baby at sixteen, and I it wasn't with the girl I first kissed. Oh God! Wow! Oh God! Oh well, you know. What? Oh, it was close. I've had, a, I've had a close call. <laughs> it was close. I've had a close call. You know, there's that movie, uh, The Crush or whatever it is. It was that Alicia Silverstone movie. Orange Crush? Oh, with the, yeah. With Carrie Elwes, and uh, they have sex, and, and then he throws away the condom in the trash, and then she takes the condom and takes his stuff out of there and puts it in her and then claims she was sexually assaulted. Oh, because I had a girl poke holes in that's the that's condoms this, with me. That's crazy to me. When? Yeah, a couple of days ago. Yeah, how old? How old? It was, a, it was a long time ago. But how old were you? Like a teenager? I uh, late late teens. Yeah. That's not all right. Was she older? Uh, wh what age is it okay to poke never holes all right. in? It's at never that age, right. when like, is not okay. When did you like start? Girl... Cutter was nineteen when you did it to him. <laughs> Yo, hey. you locked him down. Hey, he wanted me off birth control. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so hot when a girl's like yeah i stopped taking the pill right? i just can't i just can't imagine being a teenage girl and being like i want to lock this person down so i'm gonna get pregnant well jane i mean look look at me babe True. i'm fucking i'm the color of a of a fucking what what's fa an apple right now i'm sure Pink lady apple yeah look if, fucking... for those of you watching rob's really been on this warpath about his the color of his skin we on this show. We apologize for the color of Rob's skin in recent It's episodes. really been a thing, you We've know? Having, we're having to darken the mood, well, it's but because we're still happy. Me and Jamie are more of an olive, you know. No, I think we it's look more great. about... I, mean, I was actually looking at your your legs are so tan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> when you when were you looking at my legs? When we were all laying on the floor watching a movie the other day. It was what There was no football mm -hmm. on, so you guys came over and we oh, just it was were just like laying around you. watching. And it was just us when you first got there. It was just me there. and Jamie for a little while at the it house. Was. Yeah, it was watching nice. Hook. Yeah, just me and you watching movies, man. On the floor. That's our sports. Yeah. That was right after I came back from a Bumble date. Here we go. Bam, 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 bam. Tell us about I gotta it. I got to tell you. Um, I've already heard about it, so I'm going to check my time. I went on one... <laughs> this man, this vibe that Kaz gets from ladies is just it's so just, consistent. It's so consistent. It's the only <laughs> thing I know that will. I went on this Bumble date, and uh, guess what we did? 
I know, so I can't. Social distance walk. What do you think we did, Bryce? Gabby? Bang. <laughs> hey, Bryce in the building. Bryce said bang. What do you think Cass did on his date? Park. Park. Yeah, it was a hike. It was a hike. And um, Riveting. look, this is the only thing I'm going to say about for, for those of you that are on dating apps and you uh, decide that, because the hike right now is like the go-to thing because it's outside. Um, just make sure you don't pick a hike that's so uh, like exhausting that you can't like speak. breathe and speak. You know, there's like a, there's a lot I wanted to say, but there were moments where I just had to catch my breath and yeah. breathe. You know, and um, I, I, I will tell you that the conversation got much better on the downhill. Mm. You got a little pep in your step in the downhill? More pep in my step, a little more air in my lungs. How was she doing? I have a feeling, according to her, the entire date was downhill. But <laughs> <laughs> go on. Um, look, lovely person, you know. I It was a, a great date. I didn't make a complete fool of myself. There was even uh, like a moment after where we went and got coffee. And uh, no, God, no. I This is what I don't know about dating. Time. I don't know when to do that. And I don't even know when, like- That's so weird. Like, I've never get dated to, like, like this. be next to each other. Yeah, do we both have to get COVID tests? God, what a time to be alive. Gabby, if you were on a, if you met somebody and you went on a, on your first Bumble date, when is the, when is the kiss gonna happen? Is it on the second date, third date? Do you have to get COVID tests? You say, yeah. Yes. I always lie and I say I take it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, this I is the very, first time I've I actually left have my a house. very tight bubble and um like you're just a very rare exception and uh, don't get too close. Uh no, I I do have a pretty tight bubble, but yeah, yeah, I think I always feel like each person is is posturing a little bit about, you know, how safe they are and I don't know if it's It's my least favorite part about it. About like the looking the how judgment, responsible like you the are. COVID judgment. Yeah. See, I have to lie and say I'm less safe than I am so people don't think I'm insane. I'm like, yeah, I leave my place. Yeah, <laughs> right. I see people. I haven't lived alone for five years waiting for this moment. <laughs> I don't Lysol everything I buy at Erewhon. You know what I gotta say? I never bought into that. I never did that from day oh, one. Oh my God, I did it for so many months. I never Lysoled anything I brought into my house. Oh, I think it's a big step for part. you. Yeah, well, this brings back, so what Jamie was saying about UFC, right, is like, I was, uh, the therapists say that when people have certain issues and then they like they gravitate towards a profession or a thing that without this thing, then they would be a problem to society. Yeah, it's an outlet for them. Uh... Right, so like Jamie says, Jamie says to me like, when we talked about your biggest fears, Jamie was like, oh, your biggest fear would be like germs or whatever, where in reality, I don't worry about germs at all because I know how much I clean my hands and how clean I am. So it's like you find the the, the thing that makes you not worry about your OCD or the this or whatever. So it's like when you like pe people would probably think I think about germs all the time where really it's like I know I'm so it would be like. Tom Brady being worried about playing the Super Bowl, you know? He's like, I've listened. I fucking I've been I've been playing this game my whole life. Right. Like, I know I, how to get to a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I know how to navigate the whole like as soon as they were like, here's a problem, you're gonna have to start washing your hands, stay away from germs. I was like, Yeah, what am I doing there? Like yeah. th this this is what I've been This has been your yeah. life. Yeah, they, they might as well have been like, You're gonna have to start eating once a day. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, right. live alone. Like, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm ready. Yeah, welcome to it. I've been doing this. Yeah. 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 So I think it's like and the same thing with 
actors probably, right? It's like a lot of actors, you go, man, that person's crazy. Mm. But when they get to act and when they get to be these like crazy mm-hmm. characters and do all this crazy shit, then they're like, oh, this lovable person because- Well, you see there, you, you, you have to have, you can't judge the character you're playing. So you have to have like, you know, compassion and understanding from like where they came from and why they are the way they are. So yeah, I think usually you think being an actor allows you to be like a more compassionate human. Yeah. Like in general. Or you're just a psychopath and you mimic human behavior and can't understand it. Right. Yeah. You know, there was a guy who like bought a hotel. I watched this documentary on him. He bought a hotel. cameras in there. And not only cameras, he created an entire like skywalk. Saw it. Above the thing so he could watch everyone in the room, all the fucking, all the showering, all the. Such a good idea. And and such a good documentary. Yeah. Such a good documentary and something I hope to recreate. Dude, it was in like, it was in some bum fuck. Uh, don't worry, nowhere you'd ever stay. Yeah, <laughs> where do you think it was? Palm Springs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it even if don't worry, Jamie. It was only four star. It was only a four star hotel. What are you saying? First of all, I'm just kidding, Jamie Lee. You here's, are you're one of the fucking people. You're. I'm not fancy. Here's, here's something you're, I. You're one of the. I mean, I peoples. can fuck with fancy, but you know. On the on the topic Whoa. of voyeurism, I have a tough time. Um, like my ex had her house faced towards other houses and it's it was on a walk street right so everyone's window you can see into everyone's living rooms and i felt very weird hanging out in the living room Mm -hmm. like people being able to just walk by it's venice so people can just walk by and like there's always some fucking yeah somebody walking through and uh you know especially if it's lit inside and dark outside you can't see who's out there but everything's on display I always thought that was so weird, but yeah. she she was not. She had no problem with it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Where do you guys land on the com- I don't love comfort it. level? You know, I had that like front room in my house. Yeah, it was like like a lot of the times that when, you never you know, go like, in, in Christmas, we always end up yeah. there. But it's weird to think that when people are walking down the street, they're just watching what we're doing. It's yeah. not my favorite. Right. If it was just you and her in that place, it's hard for me to believe it was ever lit. And with that, we're going to go to an ad break and Whoa. come back with a Whoa. very that was for, special guest. That was for our under 21 crowd. That was for the Gabs and the TikTok Nation out there. I'm right. fucking throwing my I'm throwing my weight around in the fucking TikTok Nation, bro. There you go. It wasn't We're just lit. trying to speak to all their demographics. Yes. You, you are in a living room that's somewhat exposed. You don't want people to know this, you are. Is this you off the cuff? Mask. <laughs> you wear a mask. <laughs> A product mask, to be honest. Come Our on, favorite, the affordable, Braddock. reusable, you're going to put on my arm? Braddock nah. has solved all of our problems with their daily face covers and scarves. Braddock daily face covers are the most comfortable, breathable, affordable face masks made from premium upcycled t-shirt material. Look at this variety of fabrics. and It's lit. It's lit. You can match them <laughs> to all your different things, do your TikTok dances. They're handmade in LA, which is here to protect our community and our fellow citizens. It's born out of a necessity. Their factory is fully stocked. They do it all under one roof. 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not happy, just let them know and they'll make it right. So now when you go to check out their website and you see their great product, their prices are ready at BraddockUSA.com, you will also find that for a limited time, they are offering an additional 20% off with promo code PJPants. Again, that's 20% off your entire order with promo code PJPants. We say it every week, you guys, B-R-A-D-D-O-C-K-U-S-A.com. Shout out to whoever tagged us on Instagram with their order number using promo code PJPants. Yeah. That was rad. So you guys tag us and know your orders and we'll re- repost you. 
That's what the kids say. Oh, BraddockUSA.com with promo code PJ Pants. If you need a mask, these are the best. That's, yeah. the, that's it. My favorite mask. I, we have, I have a whole bunch from the beginning of the pandemic. These are the only ones I wear. Get, that's it. It's, I mean, come on. We shouldn't even need to do ads for Braddock because they're the best. That's right. Let me introduce our guest. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a big deal for me today because I brought a guest on for a change. <laughs> Huge. You know, and uh, he wasn't on The Sopranos. You weren't, right? No, I wasn't. Okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Rutherford, he's, uh, he's a great pal. He's a great writer. He's written for uh, SNL. He's written on a great show called Dream Corp on uh, Adult Swim right now. You're writing on Rick and Morty. Yeah. You're an actor, you're a stand-up, you're an improviser. Oh, boy. But above Oof. all that, you're just a great pal. Yeah. Hey, everybody, I'm Nick Rutherford. Uh, <laughs> I've written for SNL. No, I just I said that. I just said I already <laughs> I went over that. Um, uh, but you said uh, improviser, though? Yeah, you're a, Okay. Yeah. Okay, and you hit great pal? I guess I said all okay, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm ha very happy to be here. It's so nice uh, to have you. It's been a while, and I know it's um, tough to see new friends during all this, but uh, I'm glad you could make it in. And you are clean. I'm clean. I got tested. I got my results. I was going to show it to you guys, but I didn't want it. I didn't know how weird you guys are. We were just talking about how we pretend to be like, you know, more responsible than we <laughs> actually COVID are. COVID woke, we call it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, look, I, I hate this question, but um, how was your pandemic how's your quarantine because it's like everyone's had a, a rough go at it and uh i know everyone that watches this podcast knows i went through some stuff and uh <laughs> you know uh what, what i am genuinely interested in how yours has been well i um you know i started dating this girl and we bought a house together immediately what and like mm. you guys house... must have been getting along great yeah yeah we totally were <laughs> and um she doesn't even have a phone she never text messaged anybody at all wait yeah no, that's my Nick. That's my story. <laughs> that's your story. Yeah, yeah. What's? Oh, that's you. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, um, I know. Yeah, you yeah. mix them up. I mix them up sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, what's going on with you? Uh, well, you know, the same. You have like existential crises all the time. Yeah. I, I really think like in the past couple of weeks is when I hit like a peak of it. Like early, early on, I was I would tell my girlfriend all the time like, even the kill the ship. You know, like people are gonna lose their minds. We have to just like be okay with people being weird. Everybody's going to be weird, but like we just have to keep it steady, mm -hmm. you know, just keep it steady. And I was like really this rock. And then like a month ago, you know, you just, I just stopped caring about anything. And mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's just like, I have nothing to look forward to and I'm lucky to work throughout it. So that's fine. Uh, but it just like nothing seemed to matter and you just hit this wall. Yeah. For sure. But, but every, other than that, like I'm fine. I never got sick. And then my family got sick. Like I got very lucky. I, I was like, had a pretty successful year regardless of everybody else having a shitty year. So, well, let's talk about that. I'm like the 1% now. I guess. You are. Yeah. And I am so <laughs> proud of you. Uh, Jamie is too. And Jamie's very proud. So proud of Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I meant she's one of the 1%. Oh yeah, yeah, but she's also proud. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, I have welcome. I have. Thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's I, nice. Like, yeah, it's pretty nice here. I used to judge it not being there, you know, yeah. when I was like a two or three. Uh, but right. now at the one, I can't yeah, wait to get back to where you guys are. You're so close. Because I slid. You're Did so you slid? close. I slid. I slided. I, you know, have a lot of money wrapped up in a house I don't own right now <laughs> and don't live in. 
um, and make no revenue from. That's so. hard. That sounds a lot like Nick's story. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. No. Wait, Once again, my story? that was my that was my my story, guys. That was my story. <laughs> Did you write on SNL? Cast? No. No. no I, that was Nick. That was Nick. You're uh, a good pal. Great. Uh, mm. You're a great pal. He's uh, a pal. He's a pal. What's it like writing on Rick and Morty? Uh, yeah. You hate that question, it's, though, right? You hate that question. Well, I don't know if I hate it, but like, I don't have an interesting answer, you know? Yeah. Like, well, no, we're gonna get an interesting. Okay. Answer. I meant you hate asking it like Casim hates we're gonna asking get a, his. Yeah, we're gonna get an interesting answer, but you okay? So you just I don't want to dance around it. You won an Emmy last year. You Ooh. won a an Emmy for best outstanding animated series yeah rick and morty won an emmy and then because i work on it at, at the title that i have don't minimize your okay. success yeah. i won an emmy because i created rick and morty yeah. yeah well congrats that's too far that's okay. and also inaccurate yeah inaccurate <laughs> um, um as a writer and slash producer on it i got i they gave me a statue as well cool which was wild what how how did that work during the quarantine did they just mail it to you or was there like a zoom i was actually doing my there was a zoom event i was doing my buddy's podcast where he, it, it, we were like metal detecting on the beach. Okay. And so I was metal, I was dressed like a lunatic metal detecting. And yeah. like everybody hates the metal detector guy. I mean, they want to talk to you. Right. Yes. But I was metal detecting and then I was like texting uh, like Steve Levy, one of, the, like, one of the producers on the show, like, so what are we, where are we watching this tonight and what time does it start? And he's like, it starts in 10 minutes. <laughs> and we're all at like Dan's house. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that should be fine. These award shows are usually three hours long or whatever. We'll just head back now. He's like, no, we're the first award up. So I found out that we won while metal detecting on the <laughs> beach like like a ra- like a ragam- ragamuffin. Is that a word? Yeah. A yes. vagabond. I was like a vagabond, vagabond on the beach and found out that I, I had a, an Emmy. Cut. I thought you were going to say the detector was like, boop, 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 and you reached down and just pulled up the Emmy. That would be yeah. the photo shoot. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that would be the photo shoot. So, well, uh, congrats, yeah. man. I think um, that makes you cool that it happened that way. I think so too. Oh, dude, it oh. would make it cool if I'm I so knew. So spacey, I forgot. Well, that would be cool too. Yeah. But it, it would be cool if I was like, "Oh, the Emmys are tonight. Ugh, I gotta chase another type of gold, my man." And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, but I didn't know. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> and my girlfriend was very mad. And then I we like raced home and got to this. You're a gadget guy, and I and so am I. I know that about yeah. you. There, there's maybe a few days in every six months that I contemplate metal detecting and becoming a metal detector. I did buy one. <laughs> it's exist- you you just you I, did it. You I fulfilled did buy it. One, yeah. There's there's like all kinds of things that these things do, and they tell you how deep yeah. the thing is, and like some of them are better. Well, yeah. Please, it, can you just do a sidebar well, of metal detector? Yeah, of course. I mean, this will tell you like we think there's a nickel in here. Right. Because it based on the met- yeah, type of metal, it knows what type of yeah, metal. Yeah, kind of knows the type or a bottle cap or. And then you dig and you dig, and it's never a nickel. It's always a <laughs> gum wrapper. Uh, oh, the enemy top. to the mo- yeah. metal detector. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, battery, a jewel cartridge. Like it is yeah. never. We didn't. We didn't. I think we found a dime. Yeah. What are people looking for with metal detectors? Rings, Nazi gold, jewelry. Nazi gold. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would. Nazi be. gold specifically. Yeah, I'd love to go to Argentina and metal detect like a lot. Of yeah, them. that's smart. What's in Argentina? Nazi gold. Nazi gold. See, Why I wanted is to it go there? Because that's where the Nazis they, went. They, all they went after? Oh, they, they went, went to Argentina. Argentina. I didn't know this. <laughs> I wanted so to go on. cry for them. Yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah, yeah very yes. good. Yeah. Very. <laughs> a lot of tears for them. Shit. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, I want to know kind of how the, the Rick and Morty thing happened. And because... Uh, you're on your third season of Dream Corp, which is on Adult Swim, by the way. Yes, um, and, and there's a lot of parallels to the two shows. 
Yeah, there are. Um, and did you did you get your gig on Rick and Morty because of what you were doing on Dream Corp, or did that come completely separate and, and you just met Dan through other... I don't think it had anything to do with yeah. it. Um, I, Mike McMahon, who was one of the like first writers on Rick and Morty, then became like the showrunner of it. I had worked with him years ago, and he just liked me. And then when they were hiring people, he was like, are you available? And I was like, no, we're shooting Dream Corp. So like, I missed a season. I, I, it just came through him. Yeah. If anything, I think that was a disadvantage because Dream oh. Corp has like this mad scientist, and I kind of play his sidekick. Right. I mean, it's a little more dense than that, but there was very like, Clearly, you don't watch a lot of the show. Um, there's a lot I'm of in the middle of the level. second season. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> surface level comparisons. Um, but uh, I, don't th- I think also because I was then in the Adult Swim family, they were like, well, yeah. let's keep Nick around and have him write this other show in between his show. And but I, I don't right. know. I think it's really – it's. I think it's Mike McMahon, and then through him I met Dan in, like, this kind of brain room. You know, it was like a weird, hey, let's shoot ideas off of each other. And I told a story about going to like a brothel in London, and I think he really liked that story. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear the brothel story, but uh, yeah. only if. Well, I, I mean, I did. Nothing happened. It was more like you didn't a, fuck. No, I didn't fuck. No. Mm. no. But I mean, have you heard of the place called the Box? Yeah, of course. Yeah, in yeah. New York. There's one in New York and one in London. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I got like, I was I was dating this girl for like eight years, and then we broke up, and so I was super single. Ooh. And so I went with a buddy to London. He was like, let's just go to London. We went to London, and he's much more famous than any of us here. And so... uh, So he got you into the box. He got us into the box. And um, he, at the box, there's just this side room where it's just a big square bed, and it's very, like, eyes wide shut. Like, there's, like, sex acts happening, but they're, like, sex performers. It's not really stripping. Like, there's, like, a candle lady who comes out. Mm -hmm. And so... And then people kind of get involved, but, like, you know, it's not... I mean, maybe it's gross. I don't know. We were kind of on Molly, but at some kind point, of on Molly, kind of on Molly. Right, yeah. 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 But at some point, like, I I don't I don't really remember all this, but my buddy was like, at some point, like, this girl was like on the thing making out with somebody, and you like, just like walked up to the <laughs> square bed, turned your back on it, fell down, and then kind of like wormed your way across the bed <laughs> until you were like between her legs, and then you just started biting her thighs. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I kind of, kind of remember that. And nobody was like, whoa, whoa, sir, no. Right. They were like, all right, yes. yeah, like yeah. thanks for volunteering. Right. Uh, and then that was like the extent. That's of how it. you got your SAG card. That's how I got my SAG <laughs> yeah. card. Yeah. And then I think the next, the, the next time we went to this, the box, we went twice. Um, there was <laughs> that time somebody grabbed me and threw me on the bed and then like poured a bunch of candle wax on. Oh. Me. Yeah. So I told this story. It was pretty fresh at the time to yeah. to Harmon, and I think he was just like. My that's man. my guy. That's yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, that's my guy. It takes a special person to yeah. crawl up on a stage and bite some guys I feel, that you yeah, don't know. I didn't know. Yeah. No, we didn't even talk afterwards. I feel like wow. I, I baller, would be right? in that situation. <laughs> that's a 1% I think it's a move. dirty, dirty move. That's a one percent move. I'm learning the rules. You I are. Don't know. You're doing well. I want to know if you've ever been in a weird, se- sexy, like eyes wide shut situation. I've seen. I've, I've been to the box in New York, which I think was tamer than yeah. the London one. I think they tried to. I mean, it was like it was weird, and they did weird things, but I don't think they ever went like as far as that. What's a weird thing that you saw? I can't remember specifically. I, I can, mean, there's. I can, oh, I can, great. I can, He's got. Let's it. do it. So there was a man. I don't know the politically correct term because I don't have social media, but. Uh, well, if I was describing this to a police officer, I'd say it was a man from the waist up, a woman from the waist down. Okay. Thank you. 
Is that is yeah. that okay? Yes. And like would a mermaid. Do, Did you have to describe this to a police officer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would do all this crazy shit like show, and then the end was um, would take a bottle of Jack Daniels, full, shove it in his or her pussy, and like fuck themselves with it, and then spray the Jack Daniels out into the crowd. That was like the wow. it was Gallagher esque. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That's. That was one of the, that was, that was like the closer that I remember. And then there was like, there was something with like a toilet and a plunger and, and like shoving that up somebody's ass. There was all this crazy, they would do crazy shit. To get into one of these, it's a, you got to know somebody, one like a magic castle. Yeah. I think, I don't know if it's even that exclusive. I think you can just buy tickets enough in advance because it is like just a really bizarre burlesque show Mm -hmm. ultimately. Because I saw like somebody, a, a female performer, like paint a picture with, with, um, her period blood. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you know, it's just really hot stuff. It was yeah. a period yeah. piece. It was a period piece. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a place where you walk around and, like, there are dudes jerking off? No, no. So that it, wouldn't be no. cool. Because that's the only thing that really would interest me. Maybe in that little square. You want to see dudes jerking off? No, I would. <laughs> Always, I would, man. Well, for sure. But you I would just... be the one doing it. Oh, yeah. I don't so want to get involved, cool. or I'd rather just watch. Yeah, you're kind of, you're, you're, you're You know that about boy. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I just I would always be try I would always try to be cool enough, but I I wasn't into drugs enough. I think when when I was going to those places that when it would when it got to that hour where you just could feel the energy shifting to something a little bit different, I'd be like I can't hang. Yeah, I wanted to. Right. See, I, I was cool. Have it in me. I was cool having sex with like a bunch of people in the room. I've done that a bunch where it was like oh one couple here one couple where there was like ten of us in this. But as soon as somebody tried to like. Like, hey, let's make this a like whole thing. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Like that. Yeah. that... You've done, you done that a bunch. Well, I, I mean, from from seventeen until twenty eight, I went out like every night in New York City, and just were partying, done. drugs, mo- like yeah. I, you know, like the last time I partied was my birthday, uh, eight years ago. I took thirty five Molly. Like what? that's that's where I was at the time. Yeah, it was because it, it was just like I moved to Vegas alone to party. Like I went with a bag for two weeks, and I came home two years later. Jeez. It was insane, and and I got so good at partying, had nothing else to do, that you end up being in those yeah, sure. situations. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden you're like everyone's in a room, and like all you look over, and like people just started fucking, and then you don't say anything, and then somebody else starts fucking, and then you're like, huh. hey, well I'm high, let's you know yeah. we start fucking in this. But then there were times where people were like, hey, like like grab your arm, and you're like, get the fuck off yeah. me, like you know, it all you come back to the ground <laughs> real yeah. fast. You know? Have yeah. you ever been? Fucking someone with an audience, like a that's group what I'm of, saying. Yeah, yeah, that you've been that guy where people are oh, watching. No. Well, that has happened. Yeah, but that wasn't really planned. That was more of like a just this passionate thing that happened. Then we looked and there were a bunch of people cool. watching because it was downstairs in a club, you know where, and it was downstairs in a <laughs> I love club. That you say that because it makes me sound really cool. Yeah, we're like the the drink. Uh, we're like the the waiters would go and put like all the dirty dishes and like all the shit and me and this girl fucked down there and then all of a sudden like we looked and there were just like mm. the next time I came into the club 
this guy was like, oh, yeah. And, and like everybody, everybody was like laughing while I was walking in. And I was yeah. like, hey, this is the, you know, yeah. what are you going to do? You yeah, know? there's that like, rabbit fucker guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, all right, let's fucking take a shot. Um, <laughs> I wanted to take a moment and uh, I, I wanted to showcase a little bit of Dream Corp. Because yes. like I said, I am in the middle of the second season. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, they're, they're incredibly. I watched uh, a bunch last night. They're 11 okay. minute yeah. episodes. Yeah. Oh, I think God. they, Thank I think. The format is so great because yeah. that they're short. You, I feel like that saves you money to spend on the, uh, the 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 computer yeah, 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 CGI the, side the, of it. The rotoscope stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I I feel like everything else um, isn't mostly in one location, but you guys do. I feel like I want to show the clip so people who haven't seen it can watch it, and then I want to talk to you about kind of how it's made okay. and stuff like that. Bryce, you got that? They're both. Should great. I set this up? Yeah, set it up. Set it up. Okay, so. The, the conceit of the show is that it's a dream therapy facility. I'm like the intern, I'm not the intern, I'm like the janitor slash fake doctor. And there's this guy, Dr. Roberts, who is this mad scientist who dives into people's self-conscious uh, while they're asleep and then manipulates it to solve their problems, quit smoking, et cetera, mm -hmm. whatever it is. This character's problem was she couldn't touch people. She had an intimacy problem. Her skin would burn if she touched people. It's a real thing. I forgot the name of it. So they decide to send her on a dream date and they send in me and pretend that I'm a doctor that I can actually do this even though I'm like the schlubbiest asshole on the <laughs> show. And so now this is like we're in the middle of the dream date. I haven't made a move and they're about to about to hit us with the with 35 hits of Molly. Great. Mm. <laughs> Jesus Christ, 88. Kiss her. Slinker the teeth. I love serum for the mind. The very, very potent. Ready. Copy that, Doc. You want a kiss? Uh. Hit it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are stimming the love. How about now? Uh, yeah. Yes. Great. Yes. Look, yeah. You get to work, you get to have like all these great guest actors yeah, for each we one. Have amazing guest actors and actors. Yeah, it's it's really it's a it's a dream job. I, I hate that I yeah, I know. It's like ayahuasca, you guys. This is what I'm telling you it is. It's well, like, okay, uh, so it's like Molly. Yeah. Here's um here's what I wanna know, right? So you you guys get to shoot all the stuff in the laboratory and then um Everything else, all the dream sequence stuff is all, I'm assuming, shot on a green screen, but it, then they rotoscope over it. Yeah, it's saying. it's not really a green screen necessarily. Yeah. It's like a, just a stage with a bunch of tracker dots everywhere, uh -huh. and they'll bring in like things to represent, because they just draw everything. Wow. Yeah, so they don't have to cut anything out, They but it's painstaking. They have to animate over every frame. So how do yeah. you, how, okay, so on an Adult Swim show, I assume most of those shows are kind of low budget and have like a shoestring budget. How do you, is it because the episodes are short and they're 11 minutes that so you're able to do that, or do you guys just have a, a decent budget and I you think can we're like the most expensive show they have yeah which is not a good you don't want to be the most expensive show you know unless yeah. you're like Game of Thrones and we're not Game of Thrones but uh, it's so clearly like ab above and beyond a lot of what you see on yes. television yeah yes. and it's I mean even Stephen Merchant who I love is like oh, a voice amazing. I mean yeah 
I heard an episode with Liam Neeson. Yeah, uh, he plays a dragon. Yeah, or like oh a devil. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, it's dragon. it's really it's really something else, and like uh, it's no surprise that it's in its third season. And and I don't know if you guys plan on doing more. I, I would love to do more of it. Um, you know, it, this is maybe boring, but like, so Adult Swim owns it. Hulu has the streaming rights, mm-hmm. but now HBO Max, HBO has bought Adult Swim or Turner bought HBO, whatever. Now they're all the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yet That's we easy can't to track. put it on HBO because Hulu Hello. has the rights. So HBO wants to make it a Who show. Who Disney owns a lot of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So good. I mean, yeah, it's all. It doesn't make any sense. But basically, HBO doesn't want to touch it until Hulu gives it up, and Hulu doesn't want to give it up because they do really well with it. Right. But it's like, of course, we want to be in HBO, and we also love being on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. That's but, how uh, I watch it. You know, I'd love to have an HBO budget and get to thirty minutes. Yeah, but it, I think oh. it's just a really expensive show, and it takes a long time. So How, it's what's so a, smart. What's it's a like turnaround? What if it's like profound too? Like, it's like okay, so I like, and I didn't mean to give it a, a Rick and Morty comparison. No, no, no it's I just didn't mean to get on that very sense. surface level. You're right, but uh, and I deserve that. <laughs> and um, but there's like a lot of heart that you don't expect, and mm-hmm. then like also just musically, there's like just a lot of great sort of like uh, just music tracks that play over very cool sequences. Yeah. And, and, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very stylized and but the the guy who created it Danny Stesson uh, and edits a lot of it and directs everything is like has a really great music ear and he just like follows weird artists and brings them into the fold so like everybody on the show is like this really bizarre like cool artist like a lot of the music is made by this guy named Chad Van Galen who's this Canadian artist who's just like you just look him up he's awesome yeah. so like he's opened my eyes to so much stuff yeah I'm like a music idiot I listen right. to like podcasts and talk radio. Uh, That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I rarely listen to music music. I will say this. The uh, pandemic has cut out my podcast listening time because I'm, I'm in my house yeah, all the time. Yeah, in your car. I know. I know. Yeah. It's rough. Well, what do you do when you're just sitting around? You jamming your dick? Jam my dick. Yeah. Cream my holes. You know, whatever. The usual stuff. Um. So... Uh, what is the turnaround on an episode usually, and what's that like? So you you've written some as well, and mm-hmm. you I don't I don't know. Uh, I think it said on your IMDb that you wrote like eight, ten. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, over the like three seasons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they write like three or so a season. So. So you get to write it, star in it. Um, yeah, it's really it's like so fun, and like because of the conceit of the show, you know, like you're in this fantasy world half the time. Like I'm yeah. playing. Like in that sequence is a great example. Like I'm a soldier, and like we shot me as a soldier, and I get to do like the dying, like. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. You get like, a lot of fun always moments. Wanted, yeah. It's, it's just like when you like I remember growing up as an actor and it was like people like why do you like being an actor? It's like oh because this week I'll be a rocket man right, and right. next week I'm a doctor and yeah. but like that never happens. Yeah. Right. You're just like you know you're just a kid in some you're somebody's kid for ten years. Right. And then this is like no truly like every week like we're in the desert or I'm in like a trash compactor and I'm meeting some like puppet monster it's really it, amazing it, do you when you are doing like in that dream sequence like and you are a soldier did you have to dress up in the soldier outfit or do they draw the soldier stuff on top like they, are you in a, a like a, a uh, like a onesie suit no no or like, are you like in like a, a full, in full like a Tron suit yeah no, yeah. no that'd be cool That maybe that's the future but no you like they try to get it as close as possible so, it's, so you're in so fatigues. it's still like you're just shooting yeah. those scenes anyways they just yeah. make it look there's just cooler. no background really because they right. want you know they want the folds of the fabric so that they can like, yeah. paint over it and stuff so so it so it takes how long to get an episode from written to produce like I, I don't want to screw this up but like three months I think I mean, you know, we write it over like work. eight months or yeah. six months or yeah. five months or whatever it is. 
and then we shoot it in like a month. Yeah. We have no not enough time to shoot it. That's where we save money. We shoot yeah. each episode in three days, which is not enough time. Uh, and then it's like a month and a half or two months and a half in post for yeah. each episode. Because, wow. I mean, the animation is so painstaking. Absolutely. And they do it all in, in L.A. It's all these like like just really awesome artists who just all in one room. Animating. Thanks for keeping like, the business in L.A. Well, you know, it's not like farmed <laughs> out, which there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, I guess. Everybody does it, but it, it, this nobody does this animation. You can't send mm-hmm. this to Korea because they Mm-mm. just it's like animate by keyframe. It's totally different. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an absolutely amazing show yeah thanks man really i'm really is. glad you guys have watched it because it's a really hard show to describe to people and it's yeah. really in like people who watch it really love it but to like get somebody on board they're like i don't want to watch another thing and so like it really charms me that you watched it yeah and rob i know you didn't watch i it. did <laughs> you did, I did. Yeah. you just didn't like it <laughs> okay. no no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay no. that's fine i'm just i'm just admiring Cass. You know, yeah. he does. He does. It's not often I get this from him. Okay. I, f- yeah. I don't want to step. Tell me if I'm wrong or maybe it's just because I'm paying attention more. But I just feel like our generation. Right. I'm assuming like we're all kind of around the same age. 60. Yeah. Me and Nick yeah. are. You're a I'm older. older. I know. I'm on the I'm on the cusp. Yeah. Me and Nick. Thriving, young, oh, vibrant, vi- hardcock guys. Viral. Yeah. Um, you. Yeah. Uh, a okay. Older. Well, so your generation, I feel like maybe I'm paying attention more, but there, I feel like a lot of you like really smart and funny actors are also writers and i feel like that wasn't oh like i feel like there weren't a lot of writer actors around mm. and i just feel like i'm noticing a lot of like mm-hmm. my contemporaries especially when i moved to la and started getting in class and meeting other actors because in new york we were kind of like in our own bubble there like you don't get to meet a lot of other actors necessarily and so when i moved here and got to meet a lot of people, everyone was writing their own shit everyone was yeah. creating their own things and i I don't know if that's new i just feel like i don't feel like that was happening a lot before i, I don't know i mean is Possibly because it's very easy to shoot and make your own stuff now, and it Maybe. wasn't like that, you know? Well, yeah. okay, so this is where my expertise comes in because oh. I thought it's a great observation, and I totally agree, and I think a lot of it has to do with YouTube. And, like, here's where, and this is how I met Nick, was um, Nick is in my all-time favorite sketch group called Good Neighbor, and, and you know Kyle and, yeah. and Beck and, um, and Dave McCary, and, like, I was just the biggest fan of Good Neighbor. I was like, but I also was like, these guys don't make enough sketch. They don't. Yeah, we didn't do anything. Really. You didn't, you know, yeah. and you guys were, you know, um, spending a lot of time, I think, pitching shows. And, and uh, I mean, there was like a no. comedy set. No. no. Well, I mean, eventually, but. Yeah, well, I, f- I felt like, look, uh, if I had, I-, I have this heat on YouTube for this period of time and I'm all I can really do is like get people that I want to see more of and try and help them make more stuff. And so like, I just sent out like kind of like a, a long shot, like, Hey, I like you, I like you guys. And you guys were, um, you guys met in college at USC. Yeah. And then you did improv and then create a good neighbor. And then your videos were like in the comedy world. Those were like the ones that everyone would watch and be like, you got to see that you got to see this video or you got to check out these guys. And the quality was so consistent. And so that's how I, learned about you and so in to tie to what you're saying about how writing and like for me YouTube became that place where if you could write and then direct and act in your own stuff you could put it up and people would see it and mm-hmm. I, I feel like the singular vision of a writer actor performer became um, much more accessible yes. with YouTube your path was inevitable for me regardless of YouTube and and this is a compliment. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, it was also really exciting when we started working with you at Maker Studios. 
It was exciting for me. It was. I yeah. mean, we. I loved that time. It was like this wild, wild west of the. Never internet. before, I think we will we'll see that again. Wow. But it was like such a unique um, moment in time that was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. I, 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 Are you dying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just need to get a little touched. Fucking Disney. Do you have COVID? Um. Yeah, it was it was very special, and I and I look back on a certain window of that time very fondly, mm. and there are. Uh, there's times outside of that window where I, I either cringe or I get angry. and But there was a small window, and that was when we were doing stuff yeah. together. And some of my favorite sketches that I've ever seen are ones that, you know, you wrote and that we did together. Of course. You yeah, know? it was I, – I know. We were kind of insulated from having to manage that entire thing, and you were, like, such a huge part of that. So we just got to have a great time when we yeah. got all these production resources and met all these, like, lifelong friends. And, you know, we brought in people who, like – went skyrocketed through success after that like mickey and sammy are doing incredible yeah uh but i just remember you guys getting like a new space or like you bought this space next to the space or mm -hmm. rented the space mm -hmm. and so it was like literally like they just opened the doors and it was like go find your offices and we like ran it it was like yeah. supermarket sweep <laughs> and we like found like a little nook underneath a stairwell and we're like this is the good neighbor yeah, office. Yeah, awesome. yeah. It. it was great it was really it was the wild wild west it was so fun and everyone you know everyone at the office was just like so happy that you guys were there and able to like do stuff and everyone was just wondering what you guys would do next and um you know there was a moment where like i said it was your, your guys's path was sort of inevitable and um all you guys ended up going to snl which was such a sweet moment and it, it meant that you guys were gonna go do this thing and i wasn't uh gonna be able to work with you guys as often but like you're right you met people that you'll you'll be friends with forever and like there's not a, you know some people you have friends you're like that person doesn't deserve the success you kind of have that <laughs> sort of quiet everybody anger yeah. about it but like i never felt that way and and every time i see you guys doing something great i get such a sort of you know i'm very proud thanks man i'm so proud of it i feel like i got to like kind of be around that a little bit when i did that beef house show with tim and eric because oh, yeah yeah i got to like really sit you know because we we got to be around brilliance obviously on the sopranos and see the, but it, it's like a different energy like it's like they still there's so much pride and there's so much intelligence that's going behind the work but there's also like so much fun being had yeah. like just sitting back and being a spectator on that whole experience like i did not belong there but that's kind of why i was there was because <laughs> i didn't belong there but just watching the way that they created and they were writing and starring and directing and hopping back and forth and having the time of their lives i was like this is how it should always be yeah it's what how lucky are we that this is what we do totally yeah so i, I know what you mean when you root for people and you're like of yeah. course you're getting that success yeah, yeah. I learned so much just being around you guys, watching how you guys created sketches and the workflow, the process. You know, you would think um, traditionally in groups that there's one person that pulled most of the weight and the, everyone else was just like good at voices or something, but everyone kind of in Good Neighbor had an equal- Was good at voices. Was it, you were all good at voices. Did, were you yeah, guys thank you very much, <laughs> Sam. That's not one of them. Oh, were yeah, you guys involved with the with the video with Kyle where he was like all about sports and he would wear like oh, that yeah. varsity jacket? Yeah. He'd be like, sports. That was like that Kyle's was Kyle and Dave. Eagles. That, like that, Kyle like, yeah, it was a Kyle and Dave, like that was their spin off. It was like all these like solo Kyle videos, which were so amazing yeah. and great. And, um, yeah, I, I I mean all this stuff we made. I'm still like one of my favorite sketches of all time that we made together. Or, or, or period is the corporate song and dance. Oh, that was our first one we did. Together. That was the first one. Yeah, that was so. Then fun. we did Crime Cops. 
yeah, corporate song oh, and dance. Time um, crime cops. Crime cops. Time cop is with John Claude Van Damme. I just watched it the other. He does we... the splits on a counter in a kitchen. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. The corporate song and dance was. A, it's a very funny sketch. I'll show it to you. Uh, it's on my. It's on my YouTube channel. But it was the first time you didn't I. Take it down. First day I met you guys. No, I took. <laughs> I took down most of my videos except for ones I did with other people and then some of the ones I really liked that I did. I, we, we had to take down a bunch of videos too. Yeah, it's part of growing up. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't like to talk about it, but yeah, it is part of growing up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and things that I did back then are, to me, I feel differently about them today, you know? Yeah, exactly. But uh, Corporate Song and Dance was where we kind of first did a thing and I was just like kind of like just happy to be there. We did um, Crime Cops, which is like our our take on the enhance, the CSI, when they enhance, computer enhance. Yeah, like, uh, like the techie guys in any cop show. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, forensic guys. And, you know, I just watched that Need Space one that you wrote. I love that one, too. Love, love yeah. a, a Nick looking for fun. a parking spot and me not wanting to give it up. That's a simple, fun, fun one. Simple, fun. And we had a lot of fun. Real moment. Now you have a real life and real, like, responsibility and uh, you won an Emmy and you have an Ugh, Emmy. I know. Yeah. It's, Are um, you going to get married? I do want to get married and yeah. I want a family and you know, and you have a family. Rob, mm -hmm. do you have a family? No. Yeah. I am. Guys, I am his family. Five. <laughs> He's Hill Uncle Steve. Rob. Uncle Rob. Okay. I would like to be an uncle too, but I don't know if my brother or sister are going to have kids anytime soon. So, um, but I do. And then I don't know how you get away with it or how you got away with it. I'm always like, oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost at the point where I can like have a family. I got pregnant by accident. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what an honest. It's honest gotta be well, right. I knew I always wanted it. Yeah. I'm so glad it happened that way. Yeah. I'm so glad it happened that way because it, it is. It's hard, especially when you're you're in a career like ours, and you know, like you're having success and you're rolling. It's it's. You here's my only advice that I can give is like you think it's gonna give you a pause and it does change things absolutely uh -huh. but it doesn't necessarily like mean it's going to like get in the way of any rhythm it's you're just gonna find a new rhythm yeah I've that heard that like, I've also heard like you think you won't have any time you will you'll have less time but your time will be so focused yes. that you won't dick around all day yeah that's like, very true you won't play 60 hours of death stranding like a part of me really wants that dick around time i don't know i'm kind of sick of the dick and i want to give up some of it but i think i need a little bit of i it. feel like you'd be a great don't you think you'd be a great the father best. like yeah. Yeah. He's so, so ready you gotta meet so you gotta meet the kids. right girl my buy a house for a baby her. Mm. um <laughs> sorry that's, no that's once again that, that, that Happened. No, no, I'm saying what you should. Oh, you, it did happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Have you ever seen uh, how Kasim dressed to take the family to uh, Six Flags? No. Oh. Oh, I it, did full. Yeah, I did. It I might be the like hardest. Dad. It might be the hardest you've ever seen me laugh when we were. Oh, I didn't know you loved this. Thank you so much. You don't remember we were <laughs> out at like the. I dressed like a dad. Yeah, I went. My I took my ex and her family to Six Flags, and you know, I had a fanny pack and like a. That's really. Funny. I got a hat in. Uh, <laughs> I got a hat from. Uh, Martha's Vineyard that you know there's a mm. it's an oh. area called Gay Head oh. and I just had a hat that's a gay head and the shirt was tucked pack. in yeah. your legs were very long and you you yeah. were very like you had the vibe of like you were always six feet in front of everyone like come on guys yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah. go that's and they, really they I do were I do so practice yeah I do practice for fatherhood and uh, I think I'm I think I'm ready but you know there is a lot of the things I like now that I'll I'll have to lose like what and I'm I'm ready I'm ready I like my alone time. I do like my gaming. Yeah. Um, I like my quiet. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. 
and I go over to Jamie's house every Sunday but and I, I see what it's like. And but I, you're judging, you're also judging a year into a pandemic where we are never away from our children. So I think right. you are seeing a very concentrated version yeah. of parenting, like having a toddler and a seven year old like home for a year. Like you're seeing two people like on the brink of dying, but it's right. not supposed to be like You that. are withering away. Yeah. I'm dying. That's I'm yeah, sick. I look sick. All my friends with kids are losing their minds. Yeah. Like, yeah. truly, I can't even imagine. Like, that's the thing. Like, Lily and I just like, oh, we'll just drink wine earlier today. Like, that's what pandemic means for <laughs> right. us. Uh, and like, to have to like school children and like not be able to pawn them off on a system like yes. a, or like a... a <laughs> It's not yeah. supposed to be this way. No, it's, it's not, not, this supposed is not to, that's natural. Not what we signed up for. No, exactly. Yeah. That's what I've said a lot of times. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. But that, that being said, I feel like this would be a great time to have a baby. Mm -hmm. If you had a baby six months ago, it'd be like, great. You technically are quarantined yeah. usually anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's kind of, I watched like uh, a lot of reality TV, and there was one show I was watching the other night where this guy's like, Oh, I got to go away to shoot this other reality show for two months. And then when I come back, and like the girl's giving him all this crap, and I'm like, wouldn't you rather like I would rather uh, a, a spouse go away for two months and then be able to make enough money to the whole 10 months to actually be around and be present and not be like, oh, like like because they, they go and make enough money on that reality show to where when they come back now for 10 months, they're just chilling and yeah. being like your whole life is being a dad or a mom. And I'm like, I don't know how you could give someone shit like what you're telling him, like instead he should go be away from the house eight hours every single day. Right. Instead of right. going away for two months, like it feels, I feel like that's the greatest thing. It's like, yeah, just yeah. go away, and then when you come back, you're here every day. Yeah, yeah. it's like the firefighter schedule, but like mm -hmm. expanded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, those guys really got it figured out. So All you gotta strong. do is put your life in in danger constantly. I also yeah. feel like everything's kind of shifted though. In the beginning, it was like work from home, and like, why don't we all do this? We look yeah. how productive we are. Now I feel like everybody's going to be like, give me somewhere to leave to go yeah, to my house totally. to to work. Yeah. yeah, so for Rick and Morty, are you guys all zooming in or is it? Uh... Yeah, we've been zooming. Yeah. We've been zooming for months and months. We had a short hiatus. We we actually start season seven on Monday. Wow. And you've been there since season five. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. half of four. Half of four. Like halfway through yeah, four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's like three new writers. I don't know them personally. It was nice. Like, it, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. And they seem really fun. They're all, all very funny. But at least for like. We were all in a writer's room together, then quarantine happened, then we Zoomed together. Mm -hmm. But I knew everybody. Right. Like, you know, right. you could podcast separately, if you, but you'd be yeah. hard to start podcasting right. separately. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. I mean, it'll be fine. Everybody's professional. And, you know, it's you just got to make up, like, Florpy Dorp alien names and... Yeah. yeah, I booked. I, a, but you're so I good at that. I booked a job over Zoom. Really? Yeah. My first yeah. day on set was the first day I met any of the producers or the director. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's I want to shoot So she had to before. sleep with the producer after she met him. We FaceTime sexed, <laughs> yeah. and that's how I Yeah, that's true. Mm. Uh, so now, okay, so now you have a little bit of TV money. A little bit of TV I saw you pull up in a slingshot, a Pol right. Polaris slingshot. That's right. And I saw a video that you put on your Instagram very recently um, of you taking your Emmy out uh -huh. for a spin. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. happened there? How'd you get a slingshot? I know you like cars a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I'm also more practical. Like my car. That's the least practical thing no, I've ever seen on the road. it's a three wheel, <laughs> yeah. no roof. Uh, no roof. Uh, half a windshield, no doors. It's like a motorcycle with one extra wheel. This is a dope neighborhood to drive around with no roof. 
Yeah. This area. What yeah. What is that? You should. Did you get pooped on or something? I don't know. Me and Kasim saw like chickens on the way here the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah it's Literally. Very, very possible you can get something dropped on you. Okay. Right. Chickens yeah. in the sky? Yeah. Very rural. No, no, but it's just. People's you know, just laundry is always hanging out here. Oh, okay. We're I'm in the just... back of a sweatshop. If I open this door for you, you would see a fully functioning. Again, I keep saying we need to do one episode where and you can just kidding. really yeah, the... see what's happening. It's legit. Yeah. What is that? That's what I'm saying. Steam coming out. When you drive through this area, what I meant was it's kind of nice to have a barrier between you and And, and the outside world. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you always want a barrier, I think. Especially now you're driving around without a mask and I'm just like a super spreader in this thing. But so I I didn't buy it. I'm not like that terrible with money and I'm also not that 1%. Um, But I... So I was walking with my girlfriend and there was a place that rents them in Glendale or like on Glendale in Atwater and we, our friends were at the beach and we were going to potentially meet them and we're like, let's just rent a slingshot yeah. from like Tops Off Rentals, which is like what a <laughs> sexy name. Yeah. Tops Off Rentals. We're going to get a slingshot and then we tried to drive to the beach, ran out of time and the guy was like, we're closing early tonight. Why don't you just keep it for 24 hours? It's so cool. Kept it for 24 hours. The next day, uh, we were actually drove to Dan Harmon's house or we went to the beach and went to the canyons, which is a dream. I don't yeah. know. You're like a big car guy. I mean, I, I do the canyons. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. that's what you. It's where you want to be. You don't want to be in traffic and like a yeah. Sunday mornings shot. is yeah. like Sunday mornings in LA is like car car guy day. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah. Everyone goes and takes their cars. It's like no yeah, traffic. Yeah, drive you to drive around. Yeah, and everyone like you know they do their cars and coffee and meats and. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I want to be a part of car guy culture. Oh, I'll take you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta have like cargo shorts and uh, yeah, yeah, a dad uh, hat blades like uh, Oakley blades. For sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, so we, and we rented it, and then we missed. We totally missed the return window because we were just having too much fun. And they were like, "All right, we're just gonna charge you for another day." And I was like, "That's fine." And then the next day, I returned it, and I showed him like the p- picture I had posted. I was like, "Dude, like this, this is so fun," and all like blah blah. And he was like, "Oh, do you want to just take it again?" And yeah. he was like, "Just take it out for another couple of days." And he gave me a manual transmission now because it's more fun. Uh, and I've had that, and I'm. And now you're an influencer. Now I'm an influencer. Yeah, that's wow. crazy. I know, and I hate it. I like. I didn't no, ask him no, for no, it. No, that's but it was a really are. graceful entrance. It was into a graceful influencer, world. then Very writer, and actor. He did say like, it's like, oh, I wish I had known. I, I wouldn't have even charged you. Mm. As he's like swiping my card, and right. I was like, well, yeah. just you, know, you don't. Yeah. You don't have to. No, that's yeah. crazy, yeah. though, dude. Yeah. <laughs> This this one isn't working. Enough. Yeah. Um, so. Well, that's great. Oh, yeah. Have you bought anything that really is um, you would consider to be a little extra or lavish? No, I'm not. I'm really. I like. You've always been up, pretty good with yeah. your money. I, yeah. I, I grew up on like the clearance rack. You know, my mom was like super. We like get into Marshalls and we go straight to. We're in Marshalls already, but we go to the clearance. Yes. Rack, yeah. Yeah. You know? The one at the Jan's Mall. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and uh, what's the other one? Ross. 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 Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty. St- I'm not. I wouldn't say stingy because I'm. I'm very generous with tipping and like. Yeah. I, I waited tables forever and I delivered pizzas forever. So mm-hmm. like, and especially in the con- you know now in the pandemic, I really love like tipping big, but um, I just don't buy silly things that much. Yeah. I like um, that way of life. Yeah. yeah, yeah me too. Looked for a couple things. Domino's Pizza in Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Yeah, we we spent. Yeah, we're from the eight oh five. Yeah, we're eight oh five. Yeah, we're eight oh five. Yeah, eight oh five. A couple eight oh fivers. We got out. My husband has an eight oh five. It's so mainstream of you. Yeah. Her uh, her husband I know since he was 16 years old. Is this the connection? No. Well, the this was actually Rob. the real connection. Yeah, yeah. But he was roommates with my husband's older brother. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. That's odd. Weird. It was, right? it was a weird sexual like you know, we were yeah. exploring a lot back then. Just so raw. incestual. So incestual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, what's coming up then? Uh, you got season three that's out. Season three aired on 
uh, on Adult Swim already, so yep. I, I guess you can dig through their website to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll come out on Hulu shortly. Yeah, yeah. season two, one and two are on Hulu. One and two are on Hulu. Season three comes out eventually. Um, they're very short episodes, and you and you can just plow through them. I, I highly recommend it. You're also in a movie that I saw uh, a couple premiere, years right? back, The Unicorn. Yeah, did you no, I didn't go to the premiere. Oh. Thanks. And um, it's that, funny because um. I didn't invite you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's I probably why I didn't. No, make I definitely it. invited you. It's I you, there was you. talk. There was talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think I, I I made it. Um, you were there. He came over. You were at the barrier. He signed something for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nick, right, remember me? Right. Yeah, I had security escort you. Yeah, you were dressed like Rick from Rick and Morty. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Everything I do is yeah, like all... one step away. From... <laughs> uh, uh, and you're on uh, Twitter, Nick Rutherford. Nick Rutherford. Instagram, Nicholas Rutherford on Instagram. That Look always throws that. me. That always throws me. It sucks. Because I go, when I search for you, I go N-I-C-K. Keep them on their toes. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that keeps the truth You get HBO money, you get Nick. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been an influencer for long, so, you know. You're just starting. I'm just starting. Ah, So much to learn. I miss you, and I and I thank you. For I miss coming. you too. This is really fun, and I uh, and, yeah. And I wish I could go drive that thing. I got to record another stupid. Yeah, yeah, podcast. that's fine. Well, you can, if you're around afterwards, and we can figure it out. But uh, thanks. I'm a fan of the podcast. I'm a fan of you guys. Like, thanks. Well, thanks. And, and you know, we're friends. Mm. That's mm. it, huh? I, th- are we, I thought we were running out of time. Like no, we, just, uh, we got a couple extra. Oh. If anything you wanted to add. Oh, okay. Um, we were friends. I, do you want to go oh, to yeah. the bathroom in the sweatshop? I do want to see the sweatshop. Uh, yeah. We're right. watching Sopranos again. Very fun. So this is very trippy for me. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cassim and I have known each other for a while. Yeah. 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 We've known each other for a while. I'm a, also I'm a big fan of your work, Nick. Big fan yeah. of you and, and what you do. And thank you, and I appreciate that. Anything you want to add, Bryce? I think we're good. Okay. Oh, good job, guys. Bryce has cut us <laughs> off. Sure. Yeah, we might have some. We have, might have some extra. Oh, Bryce is doing this. Another yeah. five. We got more Bryce room on that tape. Oh. Are we recording on tape? Yeah. We read all cards. It's old. Oh, I can hear the cards. I can smell the cards smoking. I think yeah. they're getting full. All right. Well, this is all fine. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, we're on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button if you're watching. Click the notification bell. Follow us on Instagram. We're all on there and Twitter. And follow Nick and uh, check out Dream Corp LLC on Adult Swim and Rick and Morty. So yeah. proud of you. Thanks, man. It's been a it's been a wild ride. All right. Well, we'll see you in the next one.